0: This is America's AmericasWebRadio.com, the best in chat radio designed
1: just for you.
2: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to NSPS Radio Hour. Glad to have you with us today. I apologize for my deep radio voice. I was out in the air too much this weekend, apparently. So you're, if I sound a little more... Um, than I normally do, then that's the reason. Uh, today I'm happy to have a couple of people with me on the show t- to talk about something called the ACE Mentor Program. Some of our listeners will be familiar with the program, many probably will not be, but uh, fairly recently, somewhat through our, our friend John Paladiello, I had the opportunity to, could, to meet some folks some involved with, with ACE that's and we started a conversation about... How and why surveyors should be interested in this program. So, with me today, I have Jack Calavrenti. I can't, I can never say your name correctly. Calavrentinos. Is that Close, Jack. That is perfect. And Melanie Smith. Pretty Jack is the, your that, title, I guess, CEO is CEO with ACE. Most of
0: them are integrated into the and
2: bag Melanie's with Stantac at, uh, in Florida. This one's easy and to find. my understanding from having conversations with you guys that mm-hmm. Melanie's company, and she in particular, have, has been very involved sure. in the ACE you. mentoring program. So, Melanie, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you. So it's good So to glad to have you, you both joining area. me today. Yeah, Perhaps a good
2: way to begin. This
0: week or next. Uh, and then I'm
2: sure maybe, be Jack, some you could tell our. Our audience a bit about what ACE is and how it operates and what its goals are. Great, thank you, thank you, Kurt. And uh, we're so happy to be
3: on this on this show and talking to you and really helping to spread the word um, to the public and to the construction industry and anyone who cares about workforce development um, and, and what we're doing at ACE uh, to promote those things. Um, ACE Mentor Program is a national program that's been around 20 years. We're in a thousand high schools in 62 different chapters, including Sarasota, where my colleague Melanie, who, who chairs that board, is with us today, and she'll be talking to you a little bit later. Um, but this is a this is an entity that was formed in New York City by one of the. Um, top structural engineers, frankly, in the world, Charlie Thornton, um, to try to give back and also to try to get more kids to get into the uh, construction, engineering, architectural fields and better understand all that it takes to um, uh, build a road or a bridge or put up a building and uh, really expose uh, kids, especially kids from neighborhoods and areas that um, have no um, other opportunity to understand and meet with mentors. And so we're a voluntary program where uh, private sector employees come together uh, to mentor kids Um, in a 15-week program, either after school or sometimes even at school. Um, No government funding. It's all private sector run, and kids get a chance to... R- really lo- learn what it is like to be a professional and whether they yeah, want to, to uh, pursue on one of these fields in, in college right. or not. Um, to to we really are one of a kind because even though there are lots of companies and entities that are are, are pushing uh, STEM education and some wonderful programs like Skills USA that are engaging with kids in very practical, hands-on ways to supplement their education, we have yet to find an entire set of professions, because we're more than just one profession. It's a whole umbrella that comes under construction to take it upon themselves to do, you know,
2: what it is we're doing nationwide. Is there any restrictions on... size of a particular program at a school or how many students can take uh, can be involved or are, are there criteria for that or is it basically somebody wants to begin a program and they can use the materials I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a, a short answer but I might actually have our,
3: our on the ground um, Mentor and, and chair of our group in Sarasota to answer that but I'll generally answer that there are very few restrictions because we, we want to engage as many kids as possible. Restrictions usually come around the fact that uh, we, we need to have enough mentors so that the, the students have, a, you know, a great experience. And we also need enough, enough kids signing up. And, frankly, that sometimes is dependent on whether there's a school champion in um, a, a willing principal and a school champion, often a, a science or engineering teacher at the high school, and I was very fortunate a couple weeks ago to meet three such champions um, in, in Sarasota who really um, m- make that program what it is. So I don't know if Melanie, you want to you want to add to that? Well,
0: I, I think the, uh, the quick and simple answer is no. There are no restrictions. It, it, it is free form, and it, it is it takes on. The community, the affiliate, what uh, what what monies are there? Obviously, by the you know, sponsorship of the private companies, what support there, in, in, in regards to both the, the volunteers, the mentors, the board, the, those involved in the program. You know, you can have if you have five teachers and you have fifty students, that's great. If you have two two teachers and two students, that's great as well. So I mean, it's 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 not limited or restricted in regards to the reach.
2: Is the, the program that is followed in general, maybe not from specifics from a particular project kind of thing, but is that predetermined? I, the reason I'm asking that question is we have a student competition for college students in, in surveying geomatics, and, and our competition is set up where each of them performs a, the same type of survey project. Okay. whether it be a, a, a land boundary survey or a, or a, a survey for construction, designing construction, or whatever it may be. And they'll, of course, take their different approaches to, to that particular project type. But I was curious, in your program, this isn't a competition, I don't think, so are they able to choose a project of their choice, and it doesn't matter what it is?
0: Well, the programs, every affiliate um, has the opportunity to pick a program, for example. Um, our affiliates. The first year, we came up with our own um, RFP, and that was what was given to the students. And so they all truly did their own design um, on their own. For example, uh, to tie up your land surveying, they would be given the opportunity to pick you know a rural site or a you know a, a urban site, and then they would then have to meet whatever the RFP requirements are, and then that's it. So it's truly open and organic to to what, what they're being provided. It, it's very realistic to, you know, being in the design professional world where you're given a, a problem and you have to come up with a solution all your own. So it gives them the opportunity so, to, 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 to do that themselves.
2: So in the case of our members, uh, would the project necessarily, because, oh, let me back up a little bit. In, in surveying, projects come along all the time that deal specifically with the land itself. Mm-hmm. there's not necessarily going to be anything built on it other than the, you know the fact that somebody owns it um, mm-hmm. and so that's a that's a specific type of project but then also if there's going to be a design if there's going to be uh, architecture engineering and, and construction involved then the survey is going to provide the basic underlying information you know the, where the boundary lines are what the topography looks like where the, where the utilities are all of those types of things so I guess the question is does each project, need to be a design and construction project, or, I mean, it would seem that you'd want that since it's all about design and construction. So I guess the question is, it couldn't just be a survey project that some surveyor wanted to show the kids what surveying was about. You really want it to be a broader project, if I'm understanding correctly. Well,
0: well, that's just an example of what we chose to do at our our, our current affiliate and our current program. It's my understanding that every affiliate has the option to, to make their program their own. In that, for example, we are we are we're about to expand to another school, and that school's need is more hands-on, more um, trade skills, and not actually design and no, the professional. So, if you want to use the term blue collar, white collar, it's kind of more of a blue collar. Program versus the, the white collar program that's currently uh, in existence in Sarasota. So it it actually is promoting, um, a work you know it's about it's about promoting workforce and where the workforce need is. So for example, if, if you have a community that is very interested in um, promoting uh, surveying, which I think is extremely important, by the way, um, if if you're trying to promote surveying that would be a key component of the of that project for that affiliate. I
2: see, but but it is possible that. As you might have a, an architect, engineer, contractor, all working on a project with a group of students, that team could also include a surveyor if if, the, if you were going to take the project from the very beginning all the way through.
0: Yes, I think I think surveying is a fundamental and key component to the construction process. I mean, stakeout and uh, you know boundary surveys are, are that's how we do everything.
2: Yeah, and. and, and uh, that was my that was my question was because <laughs> I, my perception had been that there was a project base. I wasn't clear whether or not it was a predetermined project base, but it, there was a project base. And then, typically, the way the program has been operating uh, heretofore is you have those elements of, of the architectural, engineering, design, and the construction side, but not necessarily the li- underlying information on which all that sits. But that's that's doable, and that's where I think, uh, Jack, we yeah. had some conversations about wanting to reach out to the surveyors, and so I was I was just trying to get a sense of if there were limitations on how they would participate, and I'll let you answer that question, and then later I want to find out about how do you set up a program like, like you have at Stantec, uh, Melanie. So anyway, Jack, <laughs> maybe you can respond to that a little bit. Yeah. The, the only
3: limitation really is that, um, and I wouldn't even call the limitation, it's really that so many of these teams reflect the background of the, the very mentors that are guiding the students either in their um, day-to-day uh, sessions or whether those sessions are related to a competition. So let me just... Clear up that um, some uh, some teams don't even enter into a, a you know a, a competition, and they are learning about the industry. They're engaging in exercises and um, and opportunities. S- s- some participate in a showcase or or local local competition, and then and then others are are part of our national one. With our finals happen to be. Uh, next week, but when we have uh, mentors that are from a particular part of the construction industry, all of a sudden um, what those students are um, engaged in and how they're responding to these mock RFPs um, really comes through. And, and to give you an example, we're surveying is such a, a, a core to this whole process, but we have entities that aren't as core. To construction that are still very engaged, um, uh, often construction lawyers uh, will participate in a mentor and uh, give the give the students a flavor of the importance of you know a good contract and then uh, the importance of dispute resolution. So we really welcome all uh, participants within the construction industry under a big umbrella. Uh, to get involved in ACE, and then all of a sudden the program becomes richer and better and the students get an even better
2: experience. That sounds, sounds perfect, and perfect timing as well because we're five seconds from our first break. So let's go take our break, and we'll come back in a couple of minutes.
4: Want to know if your Shonsted locator is still under warranty? Go to Shonsted.com and click on Warranty Finder in the lower left-hand corner. Enter your six-digit serial number, and it will tell you everything you need to know. Out of warranty? Click on Repair Department. But here's a tip. Before sending it in, pick up a $25 discount by going to Specials and Sales under the Buy Now tab at www.schonstedt.com.
1: 0387, or go to quickstake.com, that's Q-U-I-K-S-T-A-K-E.com, and order your samples. Ask your surveying supply dealer for Quickstakes today.
0: Don't be hoodwinked by the left who wants you to believe the fairy tale that we can power America on butterflies, rainbows, and pixie dust. I'm Marita Noon. Get the truth about energy on my show, America's Voice for Energy. Only on America's web
2: radio. Attention surveyors, are you aware that that yellow stick you're using is saving lives all over the world? Yes, that pin finder is clearing fields and villages of unexploded cluster bombs and other hidden explosives in over 25 countries. Johnstead, in cooperation with International Mine Action Programs, provides free locators to where they are most urgently needed. To find out how you can help, visit the NSPS website, at nsps.us.com, and thank
5: you. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening.
2: So in our first se- segment, we talked about uh, the projects themselves and the participants in the projects and how a particular project might only involve one element within the, within the ACE family, and it's somewhat up to... The, the people involved uh, Melanie, from from your perspective I'm a little curious about how um, easy is not the right word but the, maybe the methodology for getting interest in the schools and one of the reasons I asked that question is we have a, a trigonometry competition that's a nationwide program starts out at the individual schools similar to what you're talking about then it goes to the state level and then we have national competition at the end and um, I don't know if it's the timidity of our, our, our people who are reaching out to the schools or what, but they seem to have trouble convincing the folks in the school to participate in our program. And so I don't know if you have any secrets that would be helpful in that regard, whether it's leading to this Ace program or, or whatever, but it sounds as though you guys have really good success.
0: The, For example, with creating the Sarasota Affiliate, it, it, we took a lot of time to find the right people and what I what I mean by that is we, we I didn't want to false start you don't want to have a, a program start and fail in the first year you want to have as much as many people behind it as you can as much um, energy as you can behind the program and finding the right people takes time uh, finding the right the right champion as, as Jack was mentioning the right champions in the school system that are inspired or engaged to do it's honestly, a lot of extra work, um, you know, and, and really be behind the program uh, to, to teach these kids something extra. So it's it's fine. It's, that's the hardest part is finding it. But once you start the conversation, you can get there pretty quickly. So, for example, you know, obviously math, geomatics, and, you know, uh, geometry is very important uh, for the surveying career field. I would first, if it was me, I would first start out, you know, in a STEM program or find find those those acronyms of those programs that are attached to a certain school and then start reaching out within that school and if that doesn't work then I move on to another school or you could start at the county level for example to the school board level um, and, and start to find contacts that are that are interested and you'll, you'll get there eventually it's just um, it just takes time
2: and our people have found that to be the case I think um, once they do finally find that find that champion and and that, that's a great term to use because we've found that to be the case as well and once once they get involved they want to stay involved because they see it as a great opportunity for their students to learn something and, oh, yeah and in your case it's an even greater an opportunity to not only learn a little bit about a profession but actually be involved in it on a project basis where they're getting their hands into it and I must I, I have to think that's got to be extremely rewarding in dealing with those students and getting their enthusiasm up and seeing how much they get into it.
0: Yes, it's it's very, it's actually almost re-inspiring, you know, for me, for, you know, for example, when I was mentoring, it's re-inspiring of my own current career and, and all the other professions involved and a, a mutual respect for all, all that goes into, for example, you know, building a high-rise building. I mean, that it's, it, it's, it's amazing to see how much the kids absorb um, of all those different uh, career fields, it, it's, it's amazing. To, to After spending 16 weeks, uh, you know, sometimes high school students are hard to get to, you know. Uh, you don't really know how much they're actually listening, but when they present or, you know, every program is different, but we have an end-of-the-year presentation and they have to compete for it. and It's just amazing. If they're standing up there in their, in their you know, professional garb and they just, I, you get blown away. Like wow, they really were paying attention, and they—they, they, you know, they've gone far and beyond what you, you know, your expectations. So it is—it's very, was, very rewarding.
2: I was reading through some of the material that you sent me, where there were—I don't know if there were direct quotes, but certainly uh, comments from students who had been involved, or, or synopsis of, of comments, whatever. But it was really um, encouraging to hear. About their enthusiasm and how much they want to learn, and how oftentimes getting involved in your program kind of turned them around and the, where they're looking going down the road. I, I, I thought that was really interesting.
0: Oh, I mean, that's 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 what got me engaged into the Ace Mentor program was was ha- ha- very selfish motivation. Was that had I been a high school student, it would have been you know priceless to have an understanding, a true understanding of what. For example, a civil engineer does what they actually do. The professional career, what a contractor actually does, what a architect really does. How how does how do things get built? You know, what's the process? What do I, you know, being a being a structural engineer, what do they really do on a day to day basis? So, had I had a little bit more of that when I was in high school, I could have maybe navigated my career path and my college education a little bit better. And I think that that is probably the, the, the biggest takeaway from this program is that you're you're informing a, a group of, of kids that are just, you know, hungry for information. Um, and the more they know, the more informed decision they can make, and the better their future can be.
2: And it, I can see where it would help them target their education a little better, too. I'm, I'm thinking back it's been a really, really long time since I was in college. <laughs> but but <laughs> you, you, you think about when you were taking all those courses, and sometimes you were wondering,
0: what does it well, all mean? Point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So
2: I can certainly see where um, this kind of thing, which would really focus them, probably is a good word to use uh, a yeah. little bit better on. Well, gee, maybe when I'm when I'm choosing things I want to study, I can pick the right uh, the ones I'm, that really interest me now because I've had this experience. So that's that's I think that that would be the most rewarding part of the whole thing for anybody. Yeah, yeah.
0: definitely.
2: So. From the company perspective, you're at Stantec, and if I'm understanding you and Jack correctly, your company's quite involved in this. Is is this a? And I know Stantec's a big company. Are you and you guys involved in it in a lot of different locations?
0: Yes, many different offices, and um, obviously, when you when you love a, a program so much, you try and <laughs> spread the word as well, both internally to Stantec and locally here, but um, to other companies, other organizations, and other people that I work with, um, and I actually I reached out to a few different uh, surveyors in um, Kentucky and uh, North Carolina, because yeah, they have offices there, um, and, you know, once you, once you spread the word, once you get them engaged and, and get them to realize how um, beneficial it is for everyone, it's it, 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 it. It, it sold itself. Sure. And, and I'll just
3: sing praises a little bit in terms of Stantec and your leadership, <laughs> Melanie. Because I'm I'm honored that uh, your your COO has been part of our leadership, and uh, he has instilled such a spirit of supporting ACE throughout the company. From what I see from from afar, uh, that you have your your own um, internal website promoting it. He has asked one of your colleague engineers in New York to help to manage all of, of Stantec's uh, presence with ACE and to advocate for it, even in places where there is not currently an ACE program. Um, I, I'm really honored and, and amazed by what, you know, Stantec, but also other companies like Gilbane and Turner do around the country to, you know, encourage their, their employees to do what it is, you, you know, you and your colleagues are doing in Sarasota.
0: Yeah, STANTech has been absolutely amazing from from top down. I, I, they just they truly truly care about our our employees spending time and, and company dollars to be to be brief um, on things that are important to the community. And ACE Mentor Program is definitely one of them.
2: So, in STANTech, do you have people that are available in all the components, the whole, the, the three ACE components um, that are part of the company, or do you have other professionals in a local area working with you?
0: Oh, many other many other professionals um, in the area. For example, we don't have any architects within Santec located in Sarasota. So we have, you know, many different architects um, that range from, you know, large firms to their own firm involved in the program and the, the AIA, of
2: course, as well. So for the students, I noticed in some of the materials you sent me they were holding Scholarship checks, or whatever the case may be, um, <laughs> so there's a, a, for lack of a better term, a local reward system. I suppose is that handled completely through you and your your team? Is that tied to national yes. ace somehow? Or
0: um, it's it's um, it's, they're, it's done per affiliate. So, for example, um, we we raise funds locally to support our local community, and those monies go back to the to our current students um, looking to further their. Uh, their education.
2: So you you are seeking monies from companies or individuals or vendors or what is
0: it local com- local companies any any private invest private um, donor money basically for example Santec gave money, uh, local contractor um, E.T. McKenzie they uh, gave money this year. Um, it's one of the is one of the other large uh, components that I keep components to the program uh, promoting. You know, a reward for excellence um, in the program, and and to help promote going that that extra step um, that you you deserve. Deserving students get get the money,
2: right? And based based they, purely
0: on. Sorry.
2: that's not tied to any particular school. Uh, when I say no. school, I mean college. It's the, it's theirs to use for their education.
0: It is theirs to use. They do. It is it's a caveat that they have to say that they are going after. Um, a degree in the field of any of ACE
2: curricula. Right. Yeah, we, we have that same thing with our with our trigonometry program. Our, we have a number of scholarships in, involved in our organization, but uh, in that particular one, it's for a student who's participated in our program somewhere during high school, and they've been enrolled in a school that's teaching the surveying mathematics program, and so then they're eligible mm-hmm. for that one. And, Mm-hmm. Obviously, you want them to follow that path, so that would, that, <laughs> yes. that would make perfect sense that you would want to do that. Now, Jack, I know we're only a couple of minutes from the next break, so we may have to carry this over to the next one, but when you get, I think you mentioned earlier, a, a national competition, oh, yeah. is is that one sponsored through corporations, or how does that one work?
3: Yeah, what that is is the uh, a separate organization, but we have a lot of overlapping members called the Construction Industry Roundtable, and that president of that group is, is Mark Casso, and uh, they single handedly run, and they've been doing it for ten years, a national competition where they send out an RFP with uh, mock you know mock RFP on multiple different um, projects, send that out, we put it on our website, and then teams can decide is this the year that we want to engage and go forward with that. Um, and so next week are, are the finals, and we're really excited about it. Uh, I don't know whether after the break or not, but I have some recent testimonials from past winner presenters from past national competitions, and I thought I'd give you a sentence or two from, from one or two because it really tells the story of how, how this has sort of changed, changed their life as a high school student and what they're doing now five years later.
2: Oh, I think that'd be great to hear, and and we're twenty five seconds or so away, so I won't get into that. <laughs> I don't want to uh, interrupt you in the middle of when you're doing that. But when we come back, I, I would like to talk about that. And um, it was interesting to hear about the construction industry roundtable, and 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 Mark met with us when we were meeting with John, right? Yes. That's that's how I thought it was, yeah. Okay, well, here we are, a few seconds away from the break, so let's go do that, and we'll come back and we'll want to hear those testimonials.
4: Want to know if your Seanstead locator is still under warranty? Go to Seanstead.com and click on Warranty Finder in the lower left-hand corner. Enter your six-digit serial number, and it will tell you everything you need to know. Out of warranty? Click on Repair Department. But here's a tip. Before sending it in, pick up a $25 discount by going to Specials and Sales under the Buy Now tab at www.schonstedt.com.
5: Did you miss the show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on AmericasWebRadio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on americaswebradio.com anytime
1: you like. Quick Stakes is your answer to staking. Lightweight, easy to ride on, easy to use, easy to find, and won't break your back carrying them like the old-fashioned wooden stakes. Have you tried a sample? If not, get a pen and paper and write down this number, 800-438-438. 0387 or go to quickstate.com that's q-u-i-k-s-t-a-k-e.com and order your samples ask your surveying supply dealer for quickstakes today attention
4: surveyors shonstead announces the maggie the next generation magnetic locator the maggie combines the best features of two flagship shonstead products the sensitivity and precision of the ga52 cx and the visual display and single-handed operation of the ga92xt contact your dealer for details or go to www.shonstead.com shonstead the best just got better
5: you're listening to americaswebradio.com the pioneer and leader in chat radio Thank you for listening.
2: And we're back with Jack and Melanie on our program today, talking about the ACE mentor program. Uh, when David came back on, I wasn't sure he was talking to us. I wasn't know, didn't know what the carbon thing he was talking about, <laughs> but he was obviously talking to somebody else. Uh, anyway, Jack, before we went to break, you were going to talk about uh, the, the, uh, the national program a bit.
3: Yeah. Uh, one of my colleagues recently interviewed the... Uh, students that were the presenters of the winning um, the winning boards at our national competition, and he compiled them. So here are a couple of comments, and they're, they're wonderful testimonials. This student, Timothy Libre, from our South Florida uh, affiliate in 2012, was the winning presenter. We asked him, you know, what was the impact of the national design competition, and he said, quote, The competition is what initially brought me into the world of construction and made me fall in love with it. The CERT competition provided other students and myself a peek into the full scope of what happens behind the scenes. I learned countless things from a competition, from generating an estimate, creating a schedule, developing floor, floor plans, brainstorming designs, problem resolution, all the way to leadership and teamwork. While being a student at ACE had a significant impact on my life as it helped me define what I was passionate about. Now, as a mentor, it motivates me um, to continually improve myself. Um, And I just I love that. And another one from a a gal, Savannah Krauss, from Frederick, Maryland, saying um, she's currently at Philadelphia University. She says, in my second year of ACE, I was the project manager for a team. It was a health center. Um and the competition had a great impact quote on my life, attitude, and knowledge. as from participating in ACE, I was able to learn business, teamwork, logical side of the construction industry, um, and all of us coming together. Um, it was one of the great influences for me, and I'm still friends uh, with many today. So th- those are just two two examples, and it's just so wonderful hearing from them. And, and we actually find a lot or maybe even most of, uh, the students who go through it, when they go into the field uh, after after their secondary education, they too become mentors, and uh, and it's so wonderful that connection that I've already begun to see in my short time here between young mentors who used to be a students and
2: and their new students that they're helping to mentor. Yeah That was interesting. The the last name of the young lady you were talking about out here in Frederick. I don't know if she's related to the family, but there's a, a Krauss Ariel as a, a photogrammetric firm here that, um, of course, has that same name. So it makes me wonder if maybe she was connected to them in some way. We we tend to think out here in in Frederick Maryland, we're kind of the center of the surveying universe. Uh, we have surveyors here. Of course, we have Krauss Aerial, We have NSPS here. We have two of the three national surveying publications based here. Um, so. We, we feel like we're sort of on the on the forefront, on the frontier here in Frederick with, with all things well,
3: survey. Well, I so love hearing that uh, because I knew that that's where you were, Kurt, but I'm going to make you an offer. We've got a uh, small but very significant affiliate. They're significant because first, they're changing the lives of students in Frederick, but also... Because they are truly um, some of the most effective teams in these competitions for a relatively small area, they're consistently um, in the top three. Considering that they're competing against teams from L.A. and Chicago and New York, um, and I know they could use some, you know, some added added support and help. I know Bechtel has moved there their national headquarters outside of Frederick so uh, perhaps we can work together and and some of those great surveying connections we can help to make some introductions so that the students in Frederick have a much better understanding and taste of you know what it is to do mapping and surveying you know from those experts that you know happen to be happen to be collocated right there in Frederick
2: yeah that'd be great if we could pull that together that that would be a good um for lack of a better term for our, our group, a pilot, <laughs> uh, no pun intended there, but <laughs> okay. certainly a way for us to demonstrate uh, to our membership how this can work through something we're working with here directly ourselves. So that, that's a really great idea. Good. So the, I probably have talked about this a little bit, but I want to make sure my, my listenership understands how they can how they can get involved in the program. Um, so I'll go back to Melanie a little bit. I, I know, Melanie, you were talking about your program and, and what Stantec is doing, and you guys are a, a pretty big company and you have some resources. If if someone who is a small company, uh, regardless of what they're, which one of the professions they're in, but for our sake we'll say it's a surveyor, if they want to get involved, what kind of uh, time investment, financial investment, uh, those types of things are they looking at?
0: Um, it's whatever they can, whatever they can afford. So, okay. And when I say that, I mean by, by both you know, time and, of course, when it, when it is helpful money. For example, when I promote ACE um, here in Sarasota, I, I say, we could use anything. We could use any of your help, if it, if it, even if it's just you telling a friend or telling someone else in the industry who might be interested. From, from that level of um, commitment all the way to, for example, our mentors, there, you yeah, know, anyone yeah. on the board. You, you, as a mentor, you're in the classroom with a student and you get the hands-on um, uh, opportunity to learn and, and grow with with a high school student, and see the progress over the year, um, and promote your 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 career your career field as well. Um, or you can be on a board. For example, if you, I have a few um, very critical um, board members who are in the construction industry, and they are my contacts. They help me network and promote the ACE Mentor Program within the community and, and, and beyond. Um, and they're, they, you know, the time commitment that they make is very, very minimal. But them representing ACE and it comes up in a, a conversation or they, they find a key contact. As I was mentioning earlier in the conversation, it's about finding the right people for the job. Um, and there are so many different jobs. So it's, it's up to, you know, I think that I like to get people involved just a little bit so that they can understand what the program is about. And then once they see it, it, it sells itself, um, and then they, they they want they want more. So okay, this year they gave a little bit of money. I ha- I invite them to the banquet. They see what the kids produce. They see how engaged they are. They see how much they learn. That inv- that excites them, and they they send um, you know some of their contractors to come be mentors the next year, and then it, and it grows from there. So it's it's really just you know asking what you're willing to commit, getting them to do it, and then it. It sells itself the next year and beyond. So in our Can
3: case, I
2: jump, go, yeah, go ahead, Jack.
3: I just want to jump in. That's so well said there, Melanie, and I, I, it reminds me of what a leader here in Metro Washington, D.C. said to me, and she said that um, the word mentor is a blessing because it's such a wonderful word and it tells the story, but it can sometimes be something less than a blessing because it sometimes scares people off that somehow this is some sort of big brother, big sister, personal Mm -hmm. mentoring, or they learn about the 15-week schedule and that may scare them off. So what Melanie just said is something that I wish all 62 of our groups would really put that way because... I think that's one of our challenges is explaining there are lots of ways to get in to get involved and it does not need to be always signing up to be a 15 a 15 week sponsor uh, to really make a difference. Yes.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah, I think that's something that we as an organization would want and be able to share with our with our membership so they do have that understanding of what their options are and that it's not one size fits all, so to speak. There are opportunities for for people in a number yeah. of different ways, and I was thinking as as you guys were talking within our state organizations, each state society, all of which there are two states that are not uh, they're affiliated with us, but they don't have a joint membership program with us. The other forty eight do, but each of those states has a, a chapter structure. So, a particular group of people in a particular geographic region. Would be working together as a chapter, and mm-hmm. some of those are are fairly small geographically. For example, here in the, the Washington D.C. area, in on the Virginia side, we have a couple of chapters just in the Washington D.C. area, and then in the southwestern yeah. part of Virginia, where I grew up, one chapter covers you know a couple hundred miles. So it, mm-hmm. it just depends on how many people are in the chapter, but mm-hmm. uh, it might might that might be an avenue that we could look at to. Uh, sort of get people involved, and in, in rather than having to try to look at it as, a, as an individual thing, maybe we could talk to them
0: about something like that. Yes, definitely. Tying, letting, letting it be very, um, you know, I mean, we're kind of like franchises, the affiliates, where we, you know, we have a Ace, Ace, um, national giving us the, the direction, and we, we as the affiliates take that direction and, and run with it to what works for that local community. So tying, yep. tying our local affiliate to um, a local, uh, you know, serving uh, group would be the most efficient and like, the most, uh, most effective way to really move that forward, that, that, that relationship.
2: So, Jack, if any of our listeners today, after our show's over, wanted to go to your website and find out if there's already a, a group where they live, uh-huh. how do they do that? All right.
3: We, we try to make it very simple. Um, we've, we've redone our website, and if you just hop on to acementor.org um, and you just go onto the website and you click at the top affiliates, a map of the country comes up and a listing of all of the states where we're located. And in some states we have multiple uh, affiliates and we have um, even chapters within those affiliates and like I said earlier we have a thousand um, high schools we're involved with so look on there and if you don't see your state uh, they should you know contact me directly if they see their state but not one in their city um, I they can either con- contact me or they can contact one of our fine staff members we have Four regional directors who handle um, relationships and, and issues with each of the affiliates, um, and they're listed on here too by region. So we want to be helpful when when someone wants to start one. Um, it's just it do, it does take a little you know it does take a little time, and we certainly want to see that. There's a community and, and not always rely on only one company. We want to be able to see that there's a, a small or modest community of folks that are willing to give of their time, and then we're very happy to start, you know, an organization there so they can start, you know, this program with kids. And we would love to see the surveying, mapping, you know, industry as one of the leads in, in a new affiliate. That would be fantastic.
2: And, and as you and I have talked about um, in our conversations with John, it, it makes perfect sense to me as, as a surveyor and also as the, the person who's sitting in my chair with the organization that surveyors should, in fact, be involved in these types of activities as much so, if not more so, than anything else because it shows that what we're all doing is a, is a team effort in, in anything that we're doing in, in the uh, construction industry in and, and the design industry and in the surveying industry, it every none of us do anything independently. Somebody else in our, in our overall professional group is going to be using that information. So this is a really good opportunity, I think, for people to work side-by-side side with each other and perhaps even get better to know what the other profession actually does. So maybe we're ready to go to break. So when we come back, I want to pick up on that and have you guys respond.
4: Want to know if your Shonsted locator is still under warranty? Go to shonsted.com and click on Warranty Finder in the lower left-hand corner. Enter your six-digit serial number, and it will tell you everything you need to know. Out of warranty? Click on Repair Department. But here's a tip. Before sending it in, pick up a $25 discount by going to Specials and Sales under the Buy Now tab at www.schonstedt.com.
0: This is Dr. Susan
2: Blank, host of Detailing Addiction and medical director of the Atlanta Healing Center. Please join me on Tuesday afternoons at 4 p.m.
4: Whether cruising the strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com.
1: 800-438-0387, or go to quickstate.com that's Q-U-I-K-S-T-A-K-E.com, and order your samples. Ask your surveying supply dealer for Quickstakes today.
4: Want to know if your Shonsted locator is still under warranty? Go to shonsted.com and click on Warranty Finder in the lower left-hand corner. Enter your six-digit serial number, and it will tell you everything you need to know. Out of warranty? Click on Repair Department. But here's a tip. Before sending it in, pick up a $25 discount by going to Specials and Sales under the Buy Now tab at www.schonstedt.com.
5: You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening.
2: And here we are at our last segment already. Time always flies doing this show. As we were departing from the last segment, we were having some conversation about the interaction among the professions um, and how important that is and how we understand each other. And and Melanie, you were talking about some of your experiences in working with the, the survey folks in your company.
0: Yes, I've been um, lucky enough to be able to work in the same office um, uh, with many surveyors, very experienced surveyors, um, who just what they bring to the projects and being able to work with them, work through issues from just, you know, getting a boundary survey and trying to understand it to all the way through to, you know, a very urban type site where we're, you know, doing demolition and uh, reconstruction. Just being able to communicate not just in a CAD file or a, a, a PDF document or, you know, a survey, being able to actually understand what it takes to get the information that I need and how they do it. So it's made, it's made you know, my growth experience and my understanding, my knowledge of how things actually get done by actually going and talking to that surveyor and saying, why, why do you do it this way? And how, Could you give me this information? Because that, that would make it a lot easier for me to do this, to complete my design. Uh, in a more efficient manner, and once I understand, once we understand each other, and once I understand um, his language, then I, I, you know, it makes me better. It makes our, you know, what we create for our clients better. So, being able to speak each other's languages, it's fundamental and key um, uh, to to growing and moving forward and doing th- anything better.
2: Yeah, it's it's really um, li- uh, not enlightening, rewarding, perhaps is a better word to hear you talk that way because that's one of the things that our our surveyors whether they're working with, with architects or engineers within their own firms or in many cases you're working with architects and engineers who are in a different firm and you're not exactly. down the hall from them all the time. Yes. And, and that's, one, that's one of the biggest issues that, that we have is understanding each other's language and assuming what someone means rather than asking the question. And yeah, so I mean, critical. being
0: able to get up and walk over to um, a very, you know, Distinguished, and experienced surveyors office, and ask these, you know, maybe very basic questions. He might, he might have thought that I should, have, should understand or not understand. But being able to have that, that communication has been uh, priceless, honestly.
2: And I think this program provides just another opportunity for people to, even on our professional side, um, it's obviously beneficial to the students, but just to build that. Uh, that synergy among the professionals themselves, and oftentimes when you do it, I think in a project like like you're talking about here, um, I think might, it might be a little easier sometimes to have that conversation than the person down the hall who you mentioned, Melody, might already think you should know the question you're going to ask, uh, mm-hmm. and vice versa. So, mm-hmm. so I can see the the ACE program as one in which you're you're talking peer to peer here, and it's not somebody. Um, you know, it's, it's not a, a project that your company is trying to get done, but it gives that opportunity, I think, to have those conversations with people, you know, outside of your own inner circle.
0: Yes, definitely. I mean, it, the surveying industry is the foundation, literally, <laughs> on, on which the whole eight uh, career fields are built. You know, you, you cannot build a high-rise structure in the middle of downtown Miami without quality Survey information to do your design, let alone do construction. So it it is it is a fundamental. That's how we start everything. That's how every one of the in the industry starts anything. They take the surveyed information, and so I think it's I think it's critical to get the, the surveyors on board and, and inspired and, and understand how how important their role is, um, and be able to educate uh, educate our future generation.
2: I would agree. Well, Jack, we're, we're in the last segment, so I want to make sure I give you plenty of time to, to talk about uh, the program in general and how people can, can reach out and get information and become involved.
3: Yep, well, I'll start with that last part, which is uh, we've tried hard to um, um, really enter the world of, of, of social media and connect more with our own community but with others. So I encourage folks who are interested to not only go onto our website, but also uh, find us on our Facebook page, ACE Mentor Program of America, as well as Twitter. In fact, I, I also have my own page, uh, Jack Jack K underscore ACE Mentor, um, and we're, we're, we're excited about engaging more with this with this community. Your, your two organizations are fantastic. I've I've known John Palattiello and his uh, commitment to the industry when I was at the American Council of Engineering Companies. Um, and there's just so much good synergy here and so many opportunities, I think, for you all not to reinvent the wheel when it comes to getting more high school kids in the profession uh, so that this is something they care about studying in college. You can just use us, use ACE and our wonderful affiliates around the country to help you guys accomplish you know your goals and we haven't talked much about it but one one of our goals is to create not only a bigger workforce but a broader more diverse one and we have some amazing statistics that show that more than any other program we're attracting um, African American, Hispanic, more girls in into these fields than any other any other program. They're getting inspired in high school, they're getting into programs in college and post secondary, and then many of them are, are getting into these fields once they once they graduate. So I don't know if this is the end, but I mean I, I so appreciate this opportunity and for Melanie Melanie and I to talk to you about Ace National, and also what it's like at the local level, where the where the real you know
2: inspiration and work gets done. Yeah, and and we do have a little bit of time left, a few minutes, and and I, I wanted to uh, to follow up on what you were saying because we're in the midst of a a, a big initiative on, on workforce development, and this is we see as a great opportunity for us. Uh, one of the avenues we can take to uh, to build that workforce up, uh, and. Everybody hears me on the radio say this all the time. You guys may or may not know this that you know the average age of the, sur- the license survey in the country is approaching sixty, and um, <laughs> so we're desperate and finding ways to reach out to younger people because our colleges are not full of people either who are coming in our direction. So we we see this as a great opportunity for us to be be partners with you guys and and get our people involved in what you're doing and um, and some of those so the students that, that you're going to be talking to, all of them are going to have a little bit different twist on what they want to do. So we're hoping some of them will want to look towards surveying as well.
3: Yeah, and one thing I want to say about, about Melanie's group, when I went down there in, in Sarasota, there, you had one of your colleagues, Melanie, who was introducing each of the, the judges for the competition. What guy has a great sense of humor, and what I loved about it was He showed a different side of each of these architects and engineers, and maybe there was a construction manager in there too. This guy runs marathons. This guy loves classic rock and, and, you know, really delved into who they are as people. And then he turned to the kids and said, see, we're not so boring. And And I really love that because I think that's one of the other many, many of our benefits. But that's one of the benefits is kids, adults, we have preconceived notions of what people are like, and ACE helps to break
0: those down. Definitely, and That's
2: great. Well said, Jack. I would agree with that, and I think it's a great opportunity to break those perspectives down, even amongst us as professionals, because we get caught up in what we do, and um, depending on what our experiences have been, we, we tend to, to look at someone else uh, who's doing something in our same field, in our same broad field, and in a way that maybe isn't correct. So I, I see this as another great opportunity to begin to build those alliances better and develop that understanding of how important all of us are to the other. Exactly. Awesome. So, Melanie, do you have your uh, your next project lined out already, what it's going to be?
0: No, we do not, but I definitely, as I'm you know, sitting here talking about Thinking about it and talking about surveying and how important it is, I would love to see next year um, one of our first one of our first uh, sessions would be to go to a site and, and show them how to survey. I mean, that would be that was one of my favorite classes in college, being able to use the survey equipment and understand how it relates to the world. Um, I think maps are uh, amazing, and that's how they all get created. Honestly, so I, I think it would be I think it would give the kids a really good perspective of where it all begins. And uh, that's where it begins.
2: Yeah, well, that certainly might give them a little better perspective than seeing the guy stand on the side of the road
0: taking <laughs> pictures <it>. of whatever <laughs> it is they think he's
2: doing. <laughs>
0: they can understand it a little bit better, why those, why those pieces of wood are very important stuck in the ground and leave them where they're at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and,
3: Melanie, and if, if you bring out the drones,
2: then you might be able to pull kids away from those robotics classes too.
0: Definitely. Oh, yeah, that would be awesome. That's a good idea. Very good idea. Yeah,
2: that's that's certainly a thing that's been um, a challenge of sorts for for our profession is how all the technology has changed so quickly and so dramatically. You know, for hundreds of years, surveyors kind of did their thing the same old way, and in the last fifty or less, um, it's it's changed to the point where it's almost difficult to keep up with the technology well enough to be able to utilize it all. Um, so. That, that's certainly a challenge, but I think introducing that concept to younger people would um, maybe entice them to want to get involved because they'll see it in a different light, I think. They'll see that, that it isn't just what they may think it is, but it, it does require expertise in all these other different types of activities and use of equipment. So I, I just see it as a win-win for, for us, for sure, because it fits right in line with what we're trying to do. And as you said, Jack, it already exists. It's not something you yep. have to go build. Yep. Yep. So uh, we've got a couple minutes left. Let's go again, Jack. Make sure everybody knows what your website is. Let them know how to get in touch with you.
3: Yep. Yep. Thank you. Acementor.org. And that's our website. It can It can tell you anything you want about us. It's got all the listings of our affiliates, it also has some great videos that we uh, I highly recommend taking a look at some of those because you can hear in the words of not only students, but hear in the words of some of our sponsors because some of the most powerful words are from some of our CEOs who talk about how we've talked about all these great reasons, but it also is wonderful in terms of morale within their own um, workforce, within their own company and um, how mentors are growing as, as people and professionals. So I definitely highlight our website, our, our, our Twitter, Twitter page, and Facebook. Uh, folks can call, call us here at our national office. Very welcome to talk to anyone after uh, hearing this either on the air or on the podcast at 571-297-6869.
2: And we will make sure that they have that same information available to them through our uh, resources as well moving forward. So if they can come to our website and and find that information very easily as well. And Melanie, I want to thank you. It's been uh, amazing and very uh, helpful to us for you to have agreed to do this on such short notice. I I really appreciate you making the effort to do that and sharing uh, the information about how your program works and your passion for, for the ACE program.
0: I appreciate this uh, opportunity, and uh, I've had a great time. Thank you very much.
2: I'm really looking forward to having more of our members get involved, and I'm sure we'll be reaching out to you both to uh, assist us as we run into, uh, into issues that we don't understand how to deal with. So, again, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. I'm looking forward to working
5: with you both as we go forward.